Yellow, welcome to another episode of Censored News. Uh, this is Trey, and we have Joe that we will be throwing this off to him here in just a second. But thanks for joining us again. Uh, if you listen to us before, you know how we like to start off each episode. And if you're new here, you are in for a treat. We start off every episode with the vision of Censored News, which is to educate, equip, and mobilize we, the people. What does that mean? It means that Joe and I go through and we find all the stuff that the mainstream media doesn't want you to know. We educate you about it. We equip you. There are things that you may or may not know that you can do to play your part in saving America. And what we do is we let you know, we equip you with it, and we mobilize you and send you off because say Saving America is not a one-person job. It takes we, the people, to stand up against tyranny, fight back, and take back our country. So we're going to shoot it over here to Joe. Joe is coming at us with breaking censored news. He goes through and finds the most censored news of the week and gets it to you. Joe, take it away. Yeah, here we go. Good evening, everyone. Coming on this episode, the rapid censored news. The FBI revealed it uses the CIA and National Security Agency to probe the private lives of Americans without a warrant in its updated rulebook, which is the first version made public since the Obama administration. The handbook was rewritten in 2021 and confirms a decade-old leak showcasing the FBI's collaboration with the CIA and NSA. The FBI probes that they may involve surveillance without court orders against people not accused of any crimes. Such probes are known as assessments at the FBI. The FBI agent who destroyed the computer evidence against Trump-supporting lawmaker gets three years probation, while the GOP lawmaker rots in prison for 18 years. Former FBI agent Robert Cesario was sentenced on Thursday for committing a federal felony. Cesario was given an incredible lenient three years of probation for destroying the evidence in a political trial involving former pro-Trump Arkansas state senator John Woods. A Trump, supporting, a Trump supporter, Woods was convicted of a convoluted and complicated scheme involving the transfer of state funds to support a local and community college. Even though Woods had no direct involvement in the transfer, people close to Woods are saying that the Justice Department is protecting its own in order to cover up the evidence. That would prove Woods is innocent. The new Republican House creates a panel to probe weaponization of the federal government. The special panel would have a various of functions, including the authority to have subpoena power to receive information on intelligent-related activity that's typically only shared with the House Intelligence Committee. It would also have the authority to probe the federal government's expansive role in investigations on U.S. citizens, including ongoing criminal investigations. The panel would also have the power to probe how federal agencies communicate with private companies to collect information on Americans. The vandalized Pregnancy Center slams the FBI for lack of arrest and hires a private investigator. Quote, justice is only blind in one direction. A network of pro-life pregnancy centers in New York that were attacked by pro-abortion terrorist Jane's Revenge blasted the FBI for failing to make arrests fed up with the agency's 
fruitless investigations effort, the clinic hired private investigators to look into the June attack where pro-abortion vandals shattered windows, set fire to buildings, and spray-painted the words, Jane was here. In talking about abortion, the House Democrats almost unanimously opposed a bill to protect babies born alive after abortion. The text of the legislation states that any healthcare practitioner present at the time when a child is born must do two things. First, they must exercise the same degree of professional skill, care, and diligence to preserve the life and health of the child as a reasonably diligent and conscientious healthcare practitioner would render to any other child born alive at the same gestational age. Second, and only after such skill, care, and diligence are exercised, the healthcare practitioner must ensure the child born alive is immediately transported and admitted to a hospital. Only one Democrat voted for the bill. CRT in this great great country, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, in her first day in office, joined other Republican governors across America in banning critical race theory in public schools, a move that is causing an uproar in the far-left world. This was the first campaign promise she has delivered on since taking the oath earlier this week. Big tech, as it was reported by Barron's on Monday, that a school district in the ultra-liberal city of Seattle is filing a lawsuit against big tech for creating a litany of mental health issues for its students. These include depression and anxiety. The outlet reported that the complaint, which was filed on Friday, targets Meta-owned Facebook and Instagram, but also Google, Snapchat, YouTube, and Chinese-owned TikTok. Barron's reported that public school officials said they are holding social media companies accountable for the harm they have wreaked on the social, emotional, and mental health of students. One wonders if this this potential lawsuit might serve as a catalyst for similar actions from other school districts. Donald Trump's Truth Social platform reaches record levels of activity while big tech faces crisis. On Tuesday, the official page of Truth Social posted, Alert! Truth Social hits record activity levels in the first week of January. We also hit record levels for the fourth quarter of 2022. After becoming fully available on all devices in October, it seems that free speech is in demand. Trump releases a statement slamming the FBI for censorship collusion with big tech. Trump in his video statement announced that when he is back in office, he will fight to dismantle the FBI and restore the dignity and trust the agency once held. The Democrat Democrat corruption, the Democrats' mainstream media knowingly pushed the false Russian disinformation hoax on Twitter. Matt Tabibi released the state latest drop of the Twitter files on Thursday, bringing the receipts of the lies of Russian gate. It was alleged by many Democrats that the then president, Donald Trump, had colluded with Russia about all sorts of things, including to win the 2016 general presidential election. Tabibi said in summary, quote, a consistent theme of the Twitter files has become concrete evidence that Russian gate headlines were manufactured by politicians and media. 
The thread blows up the absurd release the memo panic stoked by Senator Feinstein, Senator Blumenthal, and Adam Schiff, among others. Twitter was clear that release the memo was an organic trend on the platform, while mainstream media outlets that pushed the narrative refused to comment to Tabibi about these revelations. Devin Nunes was happy to go on the record, quote, Schiff and the Democrats falsely claimed Russians were behind the release of the memo. All my investigatives work. By spreading the Russia collusion hoax, they instigated one of the greatest outbreaks of mass delusion in U.S. history. That wraps up rapid censored news for this evening. Going on next, Trey is going to bring us into exactly what is happening with the FBI working with Joe Biden in these classified documents right after this break. Earlier today, I, saw, I signed an order appointing Robert Hur a special counsel. Today, Attorney General Merrick Garland tapped Robert Hur, a veteran prosecutor who served under former President Trump, to investigate the possible unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents. Uh, that was CBS earlier today. Uh, I'm announcing uh, with Merrick Garland, Merrick the creeper. I mean, that dude gives me the creeps. If you ever seen him, that dude screams. Let's not get into way <laughs> he screams with distress. Me, that dude's a creep. Uh, that dude's a creep. But anyways, that was Marilyn Garland today announcing Robert Hur uh, as the uh, special counsel in Biden's document gate, DocuGate. Classify gate, whatever we're going to call it. I don't even know what we're going to call it, but we're going to call it something. But the documents that Joe Biden stole, remember, he stole batches of documents from when he was VP. He's had them for almost seven years. On November, what was it, 2nd, six days before the 2022 midterms, the FBI found these documents. Actually, it wasn't even the FBI. Joe Biden sent his personal army of lawyers, not White House lawyers, not any aides, anything like that. Joe Biden sent his personal army of lawyers to his think tank down at Penn University, University of Penn, uh, the, the Penn Biden Center, his think tank down there. He sent his personal lawyers down there to move documents and move his stuff out of there. Why would he send his personal lawyers down to move stuff out of his office? Because he knew exactly what was in there. So they get there and they find these classified, highly classified documents pertaining to Ukraine, Iran, and the UK in his think tank. His think tank, by the way, which is funded by the CCP. The CCP gave it $54 million, right? Uh, so they found it. So the FBI had it six days before the 2022 midterm elections. And what did they do? 
they silenced it. They shoved it down. They made sure it didn't get out. Why? Because that was the third election in a row the FBI has meddled in. They you they knew that if this got out, it would show Joe Biden not only as a hypocrite, but he is a national security threat. Mainstream media is already saying, oh, this is different. He did it the right way. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Well, what do you mean he did it the right way? Biden's even saying that, that he did it the right way. What does that what does that even mean? The right way. The right way would not have taken the documents. VPs, vice presidents, don't have the authority to declassify or take documents. Biden took these documents seven years ago. The right way would have been to return the documents within a few weeks of leaving the White House saying, oh, look, this was an accident. We found them. Here you go. Come get them. No, it wasn't. It was actually moved twice because Biden's think tank wasn't even established until 2018. So we know the first batch of documents that they found classified was moved at least twice wherever they went after the White House, after Biden stole them, and then to the think tank because it wasn't established until 2018. So these moved twice, right? Then, so they covered it up, hushed, hushed it, whatever. Then today we find out Biden sent his lawyers again to his house in Delaware where they found a second batch of documents, highly classified. So that makes me wonder, is there's a reason Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden is in his, his, his team in the White House. They are refusing to, uh, to give out a copy to the press of Biden's uh, guest sheet, people who have come in and out of his house since he's been president. They are, they are refusing to release that. They have been refusing to le release that since he, since he stole the election and got into office, right? Um, now we know why, because he had these stolen documents in there. We already know from Hunter Biden's laptop from hell, we already know that some of uh, Hunter's business partners over in the CCP and the Chinese government over in those companies over there, they actually came and visited Hunter and Biden at his house in Delaware. And we know for a fact that these documents were there. So... I mean, is this the smoking gun? I mean, he was obviously selling, not just selling access. Hunter was selling the access to Biden. And it seems like now Biden was selling the secrets to these people, right? The CCP, right? There's a reason he doesn't go after China. There's a reason he he's basically letting Russia take over Ukraine, right? There's a reason he's letting, he's going to let China take over Taiwan. There's a reason for all this stuff. He's bought and sold. He sold himself to the CCP, right? And this kind of just, I mean, this is just another, another stack, literally a stack of evidence, right? I mean, this is how stupid Joe Biden is. He was on the Jay Leno show, not the tonight show, Jay Leno's car show over, I think it's on MSNBC. Uh, and in one episode that Joe Biden's in, his garage is there and it's open and you see the stack and the box of documents in the corner. It's in the show. Joe Biden even tweeted out a picture of it whenever he was on the episode. He tweeted out a picture that showed the boxes of documents in his garage. Right? And then he goes, oh, this is different. They were locked in my garage. That's worse. Trump had the documents that he was president. He could declassify. He de-declassified them. He had them in the basement, double, triple locked under the security of 
the Secret Service, right? He was working with the NRA or the uh, the the National Record or whatever. Sorry, National Archives. Uh, he was working with them, right? He did everything. He said, "Hey, if you want them, come get them." They never came and got them. They said, "Put another lock on it." He put another lock on. He did everything they asked, even though they were all declassified. And him as president had the sole unilateral power to declassify them, and yet they still raided his house under some bogus BS excuse. But Joe Biden, what did they do? They covered it up. And not only did they cover it up, but then they found more. How many more documents are out there? How many more secrets? How many more secrets does he have out there, right? And so they're trying to say the mainstream media, this isn't the same as Trump. You're right. It's not the same as Trump. It's worse. Joe Biden legally, illegally stole these documents. As vice president, he has no declassified power and he has no right to any document classified or not out of the White House. That is a fact. That is a law. He cannot take classified documents. He has no declassified power. What he did was illegal. And so now, you know, they're trying to say it's not the same. They're trying to put a frame, a new narrative around it. The narrative being intent. Oh, Trump was intent. Trump wanted to start World War III. That was his intent. He's selling our nuclear secrets. One, that was all fake news. Nothing nuclear had anything to do with that. They ran with that for a week. And then once it was found to be fake news, like everything else they report, they just dropped it and stopped talking about it and you never heard about it, right? They're trying to shape the narrative. Now they're trying to shape a narrative of intent. Oh, Joe Biden's intent wasn't that. Look, he did the right thing. He found them and turned them in. No, he found them, quote unquote, found them seven years, almost seven years later. He's had those documents for seven years, moved them around, and who knows how many more there are, right? The FBI covered it up, right? Uh, yeah, and so this is a big deal, and they're going to try and throw it under. They're going to try and – but you know the thing that I actually find interesting is that Nancy Pelosi, we find out that she's the one who downplayed the threat. She knew about January 6th. She knew there was a threat. She's the one that downplayed it. They're the ones that covered it up. They colluded with the Capitol Police. We have the text messages, the records. She's the one that denied the uh, National Guard, but yet the mainstream media isn't talking about that, right? We know that Adam Schiff lied. We know that they were that they were censoring on Twitter. Democrats, they were going through and, and requesting, just like Joe was talking about earlier, censoring on Twitter. But the mainstream media doesn't talk about that. But now the mainstream media is all of a sudden gung-ho on actually reporting about Joe Biden. Why that's so weird, and this is what I think is going on. I think they know they don't want Joe Biden in 2024, but the geriatric dude won't shut up about running in 2024. So, what are they going to do? They say, Okay, we're trying to take down Trump. Our really what we wanted to do was try and take him down with this document hoax, it's not working. Oh, look, how convenient Biden is now entangled in documents. And so I think they're going to what they're going to do is they're going to throw Joe Biden under the bus, not just to get rid of him, but to use that as a precedence to try and get rid of Trump and stop him from running in 2024. I think that's probably what's what's going to happen and what they are doing because there's no reason for it. We have all this evidence of Democrats and their corruption coming out and crickets. But all of a sudden with this Joe Biden document 
thing going on, all of a sudden they're, they're gun ho about it. And I think that's what we're seeing. I think we're seeing a systematic takedown of Biden because they do not want him to run again. Cause if he runs again as the president, most people will not, most Democrats will not run against the sitting president. They're just not going to do it. They're not, even if it is Joe Biden, even if everybody says they don't want him, they're not going to do it. So what they're going to do is they're going to try and take him out and they're going to use this, which they can. If we have any justice in this system, in this country, Biden should be indicted for what he did. What he did was not just treason, what not just a felony, but it was treason as well. Right. And I think it's going to be very easy to prove that he was selling access and selling documents and selling secrets to the CCP. Right. Uh, right. Mainstream media covering for him, but doesn't look like it anymore. Um, let's go back to Garland and the special counsel. So Garland announces a special counsel. What he should do is cancel and dissolve the special counsel on Trump and put all the efforts towards. Biden, but we know he's not going to do that. So what did he do? He did a he did a special counsel, and who did he tap for that? He tapped he tapped. Uh, sorry, Robert Hur is who he tapped. If you don't know who Robert Hur is, Robert Hur is Rod Robe, uh, Rosenstein's second in command. If you don't remember Rosenstein and Hur, whenever Devin Nunes and Cash Patel came to them and said, "Hey." This is it. We have the evidence. Here's the smoking gun, right? The FISA warrant, Russia, Russia, Russia. The FBI lied for the to get the FISA warrant. They lied to illegally spy on President Trump. They to spy on his campaign and to spy on the White House. They had all the evidence. They brought it to them and said, "Hey, come on, take it. Let's take these. Let's take the swamp down. Let's take these guys down and do it." What did Rod Rosenstein and uh, Robert Hur do? They said no. You're crazy. You people in Congress are crazy. And they covered it up, right? They covered it up with the media. They covered it up. They covered up for the FBI. And that's what they were doing. That was Robert Hur. So excuse me if I'm not very enthusiastic about a special counsel being ran by a guy already, already known uh to cover up for the FBI, right? To cover their tracks. He's already part of the established swamp. Now, what Congress should do, if we have a serious Congress, right? If we have a serious Congress, this is what they should do. They should withhold funding for the special counsel until Robert Hur is no longer in, in front of it and heading it up, and they put a serious guy who's actually going to look into it and prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. That's what they need to do. They need to withhold funding for the special counsel until and the DOJ until a serious person is on there. Merrick Garland is just trying to save face right now, and so that's why he did the whole special. It's all a farce. It's all a theater. It's all a show. It's either going to be a show or they're going to be legit and actually take Biden down. We're not sure yet. But as of right now, you put Robert Hur up there, that's not serious. That's not serious whatsoever. Um. That's not serious at all. Uh, and so it's just, I just can't believe it, you know? That, but if Congress was serious, that's exactly what they would do. They should withhold funding, right? Um, I mean, that's the Biden document. I mean, there, 
I mean, and you see the whole thing play out. You see all the mainstream media. You see all the Democrats. This is not the same. You know, where is that fire and that level of intensity three months ago that you had three months ago whenever you were saying Trump should be prosecuted, Trump committed treason. You had Biden standing up saying this is irresponsible, what he did, what he did should, what he did should be prosecuted. You saw Biden getting involved in all of that. Um but yet that same fire is nowhere to be found, right? It's like they're covering up for him, but they're kind of not covering up for him. They're letting out just enough, just enough to maybe, maybe we can push him out with this, but we don't want to push our luck and get on his bad side just in case it doesn't get him out. It's very weird what we're watching. Uh, and it's, it just proves that we live in a banana republic. The America state, the Mer the United um, blah, blah, blah. America, the United States of America, we are a dying country. We're not dead yet. There's hope for us, but we are a dying country. Our government has been taken over by tyranny. We have uh, government gangsters bullying people. The FBI is meddling and rigging elections. We have Democrats and Rhino Republicans who are profiting off millions off of our tax dollars. They're running money laundering schemes right through Ukraine. They're giving, they're telling us walls and protecting our borders and our sovereignty as racist while they go and they spend billions of dollars on the Middle East for them to build walls and for them to protect their sovereignty and their borders. They're giving our enemies, the Taliban, billions of dollars and equipment they're arming ukraine just for ukraine to lose right they're get they gave russia the biggest gift you could possibly give them the the, the key uh, the the pipeline over there uh trump stopped it biden gave them the pipeline let them let the green light go that set russia up that set putin up in the perfect position to launch the attack on ukraine and force the european the eu over there to start to have to buy oil from him which they're doing Putin's getting rich over there, right? And Biden set it all up. Biden did all that, right? Stolen elections have consequences, right? And we're just watching our country is dying. Again, like I said, we're not dead yet. There is still hope for us. We're not dead yet. There's still hope. But we need to fight. We need to stand up, right? And we we always end this episode with, we always end every episode with education. We get to know these get to know your local government, your state government, get to know, know how to get involved, right? Because this is why, because we have a corrupt president. I call him a resident one because he's old and two, because he stole the white house. He's not the real president. And, but we have a corrupt resident in the white house occupying it, committing treason every single day, every single day he is in the White House, he is committing treason every single day. He has sold our secrets to the CCP, right? His son is selling our secrets to the CCP, to Russia. The mayor of Moscow's wife gave millions of dollars to, what was it, one or three million dollars to Hunter Biden, right? It's what is going on is it's, it's disgusting and it is treason, okay? It is disgusting and it is treason. It is time that we figure out how to save our country.
All right, we're going to go to a quick break here. When we come back, I'm going to have Joe back on and we're going to kind of we're going to break something down. Actually, I got to when we come back, I'm going to start this video. I'm going to show this quick video of Kevin McCarthy today and then me and Joe are going to kind of talk about it for a second. All right, after we'll be right back after this quick break. Thanks guys. information than the majority of all the members. Did you ever raise that issue? No, which you should have. You're going to tell me there's 200 other Democrats that couldn't fill that slot, but they kept them on it. The only way that they even knew it came forward is when they went to nominate him to the Intel committee. And then the FBI came and told the leadership then he's got a problem. And they kept him on. That jeopardized all of us. Adam Schiff openly lied to the American public. He told you he had proof. He told you he didn't know the whistleblower. He put America for four years through an impeachment that he knew was a lie. At the same time we had Ukraine, at the same time we had Afghanistan collapse. Was that the role of the Intel Committee? No. So what I am doing with the Intel Committee, bringing it back to the jurisdiction is supposed to do, forward-looking to keep this country safe, keep the politics out of it. So yes, I'm doing exactly what we're supposed to do. Last question. Speaker, I have a question no, right for you. Well, I'll go too, Craig. Yeah, you both, but you as go a first. Member of Congress, no, let her go first. As a member of Congress. So you're saying that you have to, that Congress has a priority to investigate Biden's handling of classified documents, but... Yes. It, you don't think that Congress has a priority to investigate Trump's handling of classified documents, even though... Well, what, it, what's an interesting question to me is, they put a special prosecutor on that. They raided Marlago when he was gone. They came in with sirens and everything else. Even though they had already met, they knew it was there, they said, put another lock on, they put another lock on it. Had they asked, they could have just picked it up. But why would they do that? Why would they go after a political opponent that way? Why would they leak photos and say all this? Why would they go through the former first lady's clothing? Why would they go through his son's clothing? Why would they raid in the manner which they did? At the same time, prior to an election, you found a sitting president when he was vice president with top secret documents. Why did they handle that differently? We're in America. We believe in equal justice. Why did they not even tell America that that transpired? How did he sit before 60 minutes knowing what he had done? How do we find out a second location and he's shocked by it? Why aren't you asking him these questions? Why doesn't he come forth to the American public? We don't think there needs to be a special prosecutor, but I think Congress has, has a role to look. Yes, last question. I just wanted to ask you, as a member of Congress, have you ever used a lawyer or an attorney to clean out or move your office, sir? A lawyer or attorney to clean out? I have a lawyer. I don't know what point you're trying to get at, so help me further on the question. Well, Mr. Biden said he sent his lawyers to move his office, so I'm wondering if that's something that... No, I use my hands and my own, so I think it's kind of... I think if you call a lawyer to remove something for your office, he must have known ahead of time. So I think he has a lot of answers to the American public. The good thing about that is the American public has a Congress that can get the answers. Thank you all. I hope you have a great weekend. 
Wow. Wow. Joe, open us up. Thoughts? Yeah. I was just thinking that when he said, you know, when they went to Donald Trump and they said, hey, why, why are we making this big scene instead of just simply asking for them? And if I remember correctly, when after they did the whole raid, Donald Trump said, hey, if you guys had just asked me, I would have gladly given them to you. But no one would have seen it. You have to make the scene. You have to make the appearance. Lights, sirens, the whole deal. Because the media is going to get onto it. And almost guaranteed, the media was tipped off and they were told, show up at Mar-a-Lago at this time because we're doing something and we want you to be there. That's just how they roll when they want it to, when they want to make a statement about it. Yep. Uh Yep, right. And Trump was very transparent about it. Trump, remember, Trump got up and he has he taught he's talked about it. He talks about it a lot. And he gets up in interviews, he talks about it. He says the process they went through. He has the receipts and the dates of when he talked to them, the National Archives, when he talked to the FBI, when he did this, all his lawyers have all the receipts. They and Trump has been very transparent about it. And that's the thing that's the stark difference is that. Biden, first he pretended to be surprised and say, oh, I didn't know. And now he's saying, oh, they're locked up. Oh, they're, you know, he's changing his stories, but he's not wanting to give any information. He refuses. Oh, no, they're investigating. We should just let them investigate. Right. It's like he's letting them do the cover up. He's not even trying. And that's what they do. That's what he does. That's what Jean, Jean, uh, Pierre Jean Pierre or Karen Jean Pierre, his, his uh, press secretary. So she does. They don't ever actually answer any questions. They give, they give no information. They give because they, they don't want you to know because they are lying through their teeth. You know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, All those questions are handpicked. Joe, what do you think? Because we were both a little weary about Kevin McCarthy, but after seeing him kick off Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, Fang Fang, right, uh, Omar. After seeing him do that, after seeing him uh, start these committees to to investigate the FBI, and after even just this and how fierceful he was combating all this, what do you? How do you feel about McCarthy now? And he held up his word. He got the rules package done, right? We know we were worried about him being swamp, right? Uniparty. Give him. Give me your thoughts. What do you think about him now? What do you think about him now? What, yeah, he's going in a good direction, right? Yep. No, I think he's really going in a good direction. And I, and I would say this, if he's holding Adam Schiff to the conviction that he lied to the American people, if he's truly believing, hey, he lied to the American people, that is wrong, then man, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm for the guy. If he holds that conviction to someone else, then I hope he holds that conviction to himself where he's going, that guy lied to the American people. I would never do that. You know, if he's holding that, I'm like, man, this is showing a good sign. And then he's sitting there pointing him out and he's going, okay, we want to get it away from politics and we want to get it to the American people. That's like, that's 2016, Trey. We'd never even heard that talk until Donald Trump came along and he said, hey, I want to get it out of government and I want to give the power back to the American people. And so now here we see six years later. And Kevin McCarthy saying, man, I want to give it back to the American people. 
So I think that's that's an improvement there. I I like it. Uh, so far, yeah. I'm liking what I see. Yeah, I agree. I like I said, I was a little worried. You were a little worried about Kevin McCarthy and would he really hold his word? As of now, I mean, we're only a week in. We're only a week in, but he he so far has been sticking to his promises he's made. The rules mm-hmm. package yep. done, right? Committee's done. He even <laughs> he even denied. I patched McCain, the the head right of the chair, uh, and gave it to a MAGA American First guy, right? And then Mike Rogers, the guy that was that tried to attack Gates, didn't get it. Gates got it, right? So he's putting MAGA America First, the House Freedom Caucus. He's putting us in a position, in the position that he promised promised us he would put us in. Right. So that's why I think all of last week, a lot of it, I think it was a lot of optics, right, on Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of these House Freedom Caucus people that didn't hold out, that voted for McCarthy. I think it was just, I think they knew that they had 20 holding out and it was something to do with optics, you know. So you had some saying McCarthy's good, he'll hold to his word. And then you had the other group that said, okay, but this is what we want and really fought for what we wanted. And again, like we talked about last week, Trump, apparently we're get, we, you know, we've seen it. We've heard his aides talk about it. Uh, Trump was in the background negotiating all this between them. So I like what we're seeing. I like that he's so far is holding to his word. Let's just hope he still does. I mean, we know any bill he passes is just going to get shut down. Biden already said he's going to veto anything coming out of Congress. So what can we do? Well, they can investigate the crap out of all these people that have been lying to us and killing us and stealing our money and rigging elections, right? And corrupting our government, destroying this country, right? They can investigate the crap out of them and they have the power to release all of the evidence and show the American people the truth. So, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's gonna be really, yeah. really good. And uh, you had said it so well the other day. And just annoy the heck out of them. Just annoy the heck out of them. Yep. Bother them yep. and bother them. I would just say this real quick. Trey is on on Kevin McCarthy. So the natural proce- pro- procession of president to the next in line is vice president. After the vice president becomes president, the natural procession is then the speaker. They're kind of third in line in kind of a traditional way, but it doesn't always work that work out like that. So if Kevin McCarthy has his eye on the presidential seat, and and I'm not saying 2024, 2028, you know, maybe 2032, whatever it mm-hmm. is, if he has his eye on that seat, he learned in the last week, geez, I actually don't have the MAGA vote behind me. No, nope. when he never won, when he never won the vote. You know, here he no. thought he had it. He was blazing forward. And you go, man, I actually don't have it. And so if his eyes are set on president uh, in a couple terms down the road, then he's going, man, I actually got to win the respect. I got to win the trust. Got to actually of, deliver. I, exactly. I have to deliver and I have to win these people because I thought I had them and I actually don't. Yep. So he's got a lot ahead of him. And if that is a bid that he's thinking of, um, I, I, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, yeah. uh, mega, mega stuff happen. Yeah, uh, and it was him. a wake-up call. I mean, you could even tell if you go back and watch the C-SPAN videos of every time he got – every time he lost, he just looked defeated. 
He just looked defeated. He just looked like he hated his life. Like, what am I even doing? He looked defeated, and it really said it, and you could tell by his face. It was right then that he realized exactly what you just said, that he does not have the votes. He does not have the backing of we, the people. It wasn't just those 20. Apparently, there was dozens and dozens, and actually most of Congress had McCarthy kept losing, and they just held off until Monday. We would have saw another 20, 30, or 40. That's what uh, Matt Gates was saying. If we would have just said Steve Bannon on Steve Bannon the other day, if he, they would have just held off that vote until Monday, then we would have saw 20 or 30 more uh, fall off from McCarthy. And McCarthy knows that, and uh, apparently they had told him that and, sa and said, hey, we need to make a deal. If not, it's it's over. We wait till Monday. It's over. You're not gonna. You're not gonna win this. Um, That's why they're pushing into the midnight hour. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why they did two votes within what a few hours. Um, and so he knows. And so now he knows he has to actually deliver. And so far, I like what we're seeing. I like these moves he's making, and I hope he make continues to make the right moves. I really do. Hope that he continues to make the right moves and that we see real investigations. We see real accountability. We see hopefully these will lead to prosecutions, right? We need to see Merrick Garland impeached and removed. We need to see Minorcus impeached and removed. Um, Joe Biden, we know the Senate's not going to remove him, but let's impeach the crap out of him. They campaigned off of Trump being impeached twice. Impeach Biden three times. Impeach. I mean, you can impeach him over the documents. You can impeach him over the laptop. You can impeach him over censoring on Twitter. You can impeach. I mean, you can impeach him on Afghanistan. You can impeach him on the border. You can impeach him on uh, the economy. You can impeach him on Ukraine and Russia. You can impeach him on China in his response to Taiwan. There are impeach the living crap out of this guy. Do it nine, ten times. I mean, why not? He's already going to veto every bill you put up. It's not like you can actually put bills through, which is a good thing. They'll stop spending our money. We'll have two years at least that we know that our money's not getting spent on crap. You know, it's not going mm -hmm. to fund trannies in Iran. You know, yep. gen gender theory, gender gender studies in Afghanistan, right? Salmon, mm -hmm. study salmon, you know? So who cares? Impeach this guy nine times, ten times. So that's what I say. I say impeach the living crap out of them just mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what they did trump twice do them four times and then then fundraise on it then do them another four times fundraise on that joe biden make him the most impeached man in history mm -hmm. yep. history yeah, exactly. and future all future embarrass history him. as yeah. well yeah, yeah exactly. embarrass him embarrass the heck out of him put his Get laundry him. out there put the yeah. hunter biden laptop out yeah. there right prosecute yeah. hunter right yep so all right. Uh, we normally go from here. We normally go to education. We are having some technical difficulties, so sorry, guys. So we are going to cut this episode a little short. We're, you know, uh, we usually go to the education. We, me and Joe, might hop on after we fix uh, the technical difficulties. Maybe tomorrow or Saturday, we'll get together and maybe just do a short education episode to get out. Uh, but right now, like I said, we're having technical difficulties, so sorry about that. But we are going to skip this last segment uh we will catch up we promise we will get you all your education we want to make sure that you're educated we want to make sure that you know your local government and so we're going to continue down that thread of your local government why it's important and what these positions are and we're really excited about it um so join us next time new episodes every tuesday and thursday night 10 p.m find us on true social find us on getter find us on rumble 
We are here. We're on Spotify. We're on Telegram. I've been Trey. He's been Joe. And uh, good night, y'all.